Thanks for joining us for today's message. We encourage you to email us and let us know what God is currently doing in your life. Or if you'd like to support the ministry financially, you can do so here on our website. For now, we hope you enjoy this message from our special guest minister. Thanks for tuning in today. God is so good. You guys are awesome. South Dakota people are nice. They really are. My wife told me right before I came, and I've been here before, hey, I read where it's one of the greatest places to grow up and raise a family. So, uh, but I have been here for a few days, and it's so nice. Uh, I don't know if you know my mom, Billy Brim. How many do? Raise your hand. Okay. So most of you do. If you don't, Google her. Don't Google now, but, but later. Um, she preached a sermon 45 years ago in, in a man's church named John Osteen. You familiar with that last name? I wonder why. He had a son named Joel. When she was preaching this, Joel was running the camera. We, we were really close to their family, and Joel, it was so funny because Joel didn't want anything to do with the ministry. He wouldn't even pray. We would, we would have fun with him and say, hey, pray for the meal. And no, no. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, but when, when she spoke this, and, and God has shown me this revelation, and it came to me in this different way and mom says chip you have to listen to this and i listened to it and god had this prophetic word over that church and this that church got big with john before joel but then joel it grew right okay but even before that it wasn't uh really really big and uh, mom, john doesn't know mom and at that time and and here's this word that you're going to hear today and when he heard that he says i have to have that word in my church who is this lady get her here she, ha she gives the word, and, and it's the same message that Brother Copeland was, was in a depression state early in his ministry and was ready to quit, and he heard this word. And it changed him, and it turned everything around. He said, who is this lady? Get this. And it wasn't about the lady. It was about that word. Are y'all with me? The truth. He said, get her. And so they, they got a hold of it. God got them that tape, that, that revelation and that word, and it was the answer to everything. It was the answer to everything. I got to remember to look up. I love that. And um, so the Lord said to me, so she prophesies in the middle of it and says, this church is going gonna, is gonna to impact the world. And it's going to be used through, uh, and this is back when they just first put the first satellite in the air. And uh, she said, it's going to impact the world. And, uh, and, and we all know right now that church has been impacting the world. Amen. But the Lord told me later, he says, that's Chip, he says, that's not just for that church. That's for whatever church hears it and receives it and grabs it and takes it and they'll go to the next level. So I'm here to say that to you before, get ready. Amen. And this is not just for this church, but you, the body. And I'm talking about operating on a level that the world's not familiar with. Because God, is, it's time for the church to operate on a level the world's not familiar with. Amen? You believe that? All right, here's how it came to me. I should have known this years ago. Why didn't I listen to mom? I don't know. But here's how it came to me, and it came to me. See, I'm a sports guy, and I went, I, I, I've been in coaching for years, and I don't want to get all in that, high school, college, and professional. And uh, had a lot of success, but I'm also a fan. And, and mine was in baseball, and I played football high school and college too, but I love football, and I'm a football fan. And um, so I'm a fan of a certain team named the Chicago Bears in, in profession. 
I love this church. I never get a woo when I say that, ever. Uh, say it one more time. Chicago Bears. So, how did I become a Chicago Bear fan growing up? And, and, and since then, God has opened doors for me, and I speak to professional teams all the time. And they ask me, how in the world did an Oklahoma kid become a Chicago Bear fan? Well, we didn't have a professional team, and when I was eight years old, and Mom tells this story. She's told this story on television, and she said, I remember Chip vowing in front of that TV with tears running down his little cheeks, his chubby cheeks. She always says that. So, and so what happened was there was a movie back then. Remember the big console TVs, you know? Remember there was only three channels? And I was a channel changer. And... Um, and, and there was a movie on s Saturday night or something, and it was Brian's song. It was called Brian's song. And it was a, based on a true story, Brian Piccolo, who was a white, right, American, white. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying white is because it had everything to do with that. Uh, a white running back from Wake Forest, and he got drafted by the Chicago Bears. And then a black running back from Kansas, Gale Sayers, and they got together, and it was back during segregation, and they roomed them together, and they had never, he had never been with blacks, he had never been with whites, and now they're rooming together, and it was weird at first, but then they became best friends. And then uh, Gail Sayers, the black running back, hurts his knee, and, and man, Brian's there, it helps him, loves him, helps him through it, and they become close, and then Brian gets cancer and dies, and it's a true story, and it's a tearjerker. Trust me, it is a tearjerker. And I'm eight years old, crying. <laughs> and I vowed in front of that TV, that will be my team that I root for the rest of my life. And I've been crying ever since. God, why couldn't it have been somebody else? Why couldn't it have been the Patriots? But anyway, we had 85. Okay, I feel that. So last year, listen, I'm going to get spiritual. Just hang in there with me. It's all going to connect. So last year, the Bears made it to the playoffs. We're all in our Bear gear. We don't invite anybody over. Oh, we don't want any finger pointing or judging. And so... They made the playoffs, and, and my son, and we're all, in our, we're all there, and, 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 it, and it went back and forth, the Eagles, back and forth, the Eagles, and, and it got down to where the Eagles had fourth and goal, and they score, ah, one minute left, all we need is a field goal. We drive down, and we get close enough for field goal, and they line up, and my son and I get in position. <laughs> we're in front of the TV, and he snaps the ball, <laughs> and he makes it, <laughs> And I take off running. I'm running. I'm doing laps. I'm high-fiving, you know, everything I can high-five. And uh, I get back, and about my third lap, my son goes, Dad, Dad, something happened. What do you, what do you mean? We won, huh? No, no, no. They called timeout right before he kicked it. Okay. So we reposition. You, you Bear fans know where I'm going, don't you? And he kicks it. 
doink, doink. They call it the double doink. It hit the goalpost and the goalpost again, and we lose. And I went from the top of the mountain of experiencing and feeling the victory to... I took my jersey off! I was mad. I'm still born again. If Jesus came, I'm still going. My name is in there. Are y'all with me? I'm still Billy's boy. But I'm mad. Are y'all, are y'all staying with me now? Do things ever make you mad? Come on. And I'm, I mean, golly, I hate to look. God, I've been rooting for them for this many years. And I can't hardly shake it. I can't shake it off. I'm, I'm, and, and so I'm trying to think of things to shake it off. I can't eat. I can't do this. I go to the refrigerator. And it's about, I don't know, five, six Saturday. Oh, I'm pastor of a church. I'm preaching that next morning. Are y'all feeling it? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get you to feel it a little bit. I mean, y'all are looking real holy right now like this, didn't they? So I'm going to have to walk you through this. But I wasn't happy. And so finally, I just go to my desk in my office, and I might as well prepare for tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm looking, and I looked at the notes that I had, and I had been studying about light. Everybody say light. light. And the notes that I had, I wrote down here that was in front of me. Still with this bad attitude, the bear's lost. Light is a constant, and it's unchangeable. It's 186,282 miles per, uh, per second fast. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> Found where an example of where these uh, scientists had figured out that if you fired a gun with a bullet traveling the speed of light, the bullet would travel the distance circling the earth seven times before your finger came off the trigger. Well, somebody's getting something out of that. I'm serious, that's, that's, that was my attitude. Well, why don't you just shake, some of you are like, just shake it off, man, my goodness, you're a Christian. <laughs> Does anybody else relate with me a little bit? <laughs> God bless them. He said he's a Viking fan. God. God, you gave him those, those, those colors on purpose, that was funny. Um... <laughs> Purple. Anyway. And then I found this scientific theory that they came through Einstein's uh, relativity theory. The science came up with it, and they said it's fact based on the theory. It's never happened. Of course, it couldn't happen. But they said if you could travel the speed of light. So these scientists got this. And you can find this on Google. Trust me, and I want you to do this. But they said if you could travel the 80% 80, 80 of the speed of light, because you can't travel 100, you'd disappear. And it's called timelessness. So they could do Einstein's theory of relativity and everything at 80% in, in math equations, but they couldn't do it at 100. That's timelessness. Uh, but they did it at 80, and so they just made this, and they said if, if a spaceship could travel at 80% of the speed of light, let's say two astronauts are on it and it travels at 80% of the speed of light, and it, and it travels for 15 days, and then 15 days back. When they got back, the astronauts would be 30 days older. 15, 15. 
But because they were traveling 80% of the speed of light, they would, be, uh, the, they would be the same age, but the earth would have aged 60 days. Oh, it's interesting. So they found that to be interesting, so they did it at 90% of the speed of light, 15 out, 15 back. Astronauts age same, 30 days, but the earth would have aged 10 years. Wow, so it really, it, it jumped a lot. So they did it at 99.9%, this theory. And they said 15, 15, they would have been the same age, 30 days older. But then they'd have really been surprised because the earth would have aged 30,000 years. Now, if you divide and do, the, do a little bit of division in there, you would find out that one day equals 1,000 years through that equation. The Bible says that. Science is, is catching up, right? So, the speed of light, timelessness. Brother Hagen said this, when science discovered timelessness, they discovered eternity in God. Now, God can reveal to man the hidden things in parallel fashion as they come to us spiritually as the light gets brighter in the church. God can reveal more. Okay, are y'all getting this? So, I'm still studying with a bad attitude. Don't forget the bare loss. Don't forget the double doink. So I'm in the Word now. And I read John 1, 1 through 5. Let's read it together. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God, the bear still lost. <laughs> Click. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Click. In him was life, and the life was the light, whoa, the light of men. And in the light shineth in darkness, and darkness, what? Comprehended it not. Comprehended means in the Greek, overpower, so it should be translated, and light shines in darkness, and darkness could not overpower light. Darkness can never overpower light. Darkness can only be there where there is no light. Because light always overpowers darkness. Remember how fast light was? 186,282. Guess how fast darkness is? Zero. Doesn't move at all. Light always overpowers darkness. But the bears still lost. With this in mind, I read Matthew 5, 14 through 16. Let's read this. Ye are the light of the world. We are? Huh. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your what? Your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Good works. Let your light shine. Why? Because it always overpowers darkness. Are y'all with me? It always overpowers darkness. Good works. What scripture is that? Ephesians 2.10. Put that one up there. I remember. So I go quickly to that one. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto what? Come on, everybody say it. Don't be too cool for school. Say it. Unto good works with God hath before ordained that we should what? Walk. Say, say walk. walk. Now everybody thinks that's this, right? 
Oh, you're about to find something out. Oh, you're about to find something out. This is going to be revelation here. And then I remember Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not what? Walk in dark. Here it is again, walk. Man, they want us to walk. Do we need to get one of those Fitbits or what? It says walk in faith. It says walk in, in uh, love. It says walk in wisdom, walk in the spirit. There's all this walking. What in the world is that? We'll find out later. What? Here's what Jesus said. I'm the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but they will have the light of life. So guess what happened to my bad attitude as I'm in the word? It leaves. I feel it leave. And when it left, I mean, I felt it like somebody behind me put, just took off this, this heaviness. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God. Come on, some of you young people are like, what? In the spirit and understanding. Oh, magnify the Lord. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Come on. You had pastor. You can. All right. All right. Here. We're a lot alike. So guess what happened to me? It left. And guess what I hear? All of a sudden I hear God. Well, I wouldn't hear him in the. But do I want to hear him? Yes. 24-7. So God's trying to communicate to me, but I can't while I'm in dark. Oh. So all of a sudden the word happened what happened to me scripturally? Psalm 119, 130. The entrance of thy words giveth. Woo! But what does light always do to darkness? No, just her. Yeah. Overcomes it. You're paying attention. Overcomes it. Overpowers it. Has to leave. Has to leave. When you're in the word, has to leave. Bad attitude, has to leave. So guess what happens? I hear God. Why? Because now I'm in the light. Now I'm still going to heaven, even in darkness. Are y'all with me? But I wasn't working with God. I wasn't hearing God. And I hear, pray for the kicker. Okay, well, I know how professional sports are, and I know how fans are. Fan is short for fanatics. I know he'll have death threats. I know how it's going to be on his kids at school and his wife at the grocery store. I've been there. I know how it is. They're crazy. And God loved him. God loves him. Not loved him, loves him. Cares about him. Cares about you. And so he wanted me to intercede and pray for him. And I got on my face and I did. And I was so thankful too. And I knew some kind of breakthrough happened. I don't know what. Maybe I'll never know. But I did. And I started working. And I was working with God and I was hearing God. Because the word overpowered darkness. That was heavy on me. Put on the garment of praise. Because that spirit of heaviness will get on you. And when that spirit of heaviness gets on you. Man, you're, that's darkness now. That's not light. That's not God. You can still be saved. All right, now, here we go. 
So I, I did what any great man of God would do at that instant. I called mom. <clears throat> Thank God for mom, right? I said, mom, blah, 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 boom. She said, Chip, don't you ever listen to my tapes? <laughs> so she sends me one CD, and it was 45 years ago. And it was at John Osteen's church. And that prophecy came. And I sat and I listened to my mama preaching 45 years ago. With that fire. Remember when she used to preach that one? And God moved her into teaching now. And it's, it's not that she's not doing it. But, and she still does it. And, but man, I'm just like, God. I'm sitting there. This is it. God, we got to get this. We get to get this. So she begins the teaching like this. And this is the one that Brother Copeland got a hold of and it changed his whole life. And that's why he stayed connected and in covenant with her. The Osteens got a hold and connected because it wasn't just her. Oh, she's a sweet lady. No, it was the word. And it was the entrance and it was the revelation. And God even knew then that you would be here on a Sunday in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, listening to the same word through her son 45 years. What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> My spirit man takes over. Okay. <laughs> the real me, right? Mom says, you got to understand something, first of all, before you get this revelation. And you got to understand what walking means. When the word walk, in the Greek, and also in the Hebrew, but she goes mainly in the Greek, and she said, it is the root word for carrying something. The root word of it is carrying, and not just carrying, but carrying, listen to me, onward and upward. So now think about how many times we are told to walk in faith. Right? Walk in faith. What does that mean? Carry your faith onward and upward. Doesn't the Bible say faith to faith to faith to faith? Okay, glory to glory to glory to glory. Doesn't it say walk in wisdom, walk in truth, walk in the spirit, walk in love, onward and upward. Your faith, carry on, carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are gone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Chip, you're getting carnal now. Listen. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Pastor, bless his heart. Had never heard that song. All right. <laughs> Listen, I don't know why I sang that song, but I did. I got to that part and I sang that song. I didn't have it written down. Sing Kansas, carry on, my way it's not down here. And I was at my church when I first preached it, and that came out. Carry on, you know. You alone. I didn't sing the whole thing, but thank God for the church. You know, they, they were happy. So I just went on, blew it off. And uh, so, I, you know, then the second time that I preached it, 
was in Canada. And I'm up there, and I, I, again, I didn't have, oh, here's where you sing Kansas, carry on. And I kind of thought about it for a little bit, but it, nah. And I get there, and I said, it's, it means to carry on. And I'm in front of these Can Canadians, right? It means to carry on, and, and onward and upward. It doesn't mean one foot in front of the It means to take it to another level, to another level, to a higher level. You, we got to carry on. Carry on my wayward son. There it came again. <laughs> There'll be peace when you are gone or done. Wait, lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. <clears throat> These Canadas are like, hey. <laughs> and there was a guy in the congregation who was closely associated and traveled with the Kansas band. And he came up and said, the guy who wrote that song was looking, he was on a journey, and he found Jesus. And he wrote that song, and he wrote Dust in the Wind, and, and I just thought that was a really cool connection that God did. But anyway, but we are to carry on, right? Carry onward and upward. Are you carrying on your love walk? Is it, is it the same that it was this time last year? Are you, care, are you walking? That means, are you walking in the truth, walking in the light? Is it higher? Is it for, are we the same that we were? That's not walking. But the word says walk. Go onward and upward and carry on, okay? All through the Bible, he tells Abraham, walk with me and I'll bless you. We know that Enoch walked with God. And then, pfft, he disappears. You walk with God, and that's a way to go right there. He hit timelessness. But then, here's what it's all about. Here's what you came for. Here is that message in a nutshell. John, one of the apostles. 24 total, 12 that were apostles to the Lamb. John walked with him. And John was an apostle, and Jesus' apostles had a certain job description and a criteria that was described by Peter in Acts 1. And he describes the criteria of an apostle of Jesus, and he says those who are witnesses of Jesus from his baptism to his ascension. Some say that Paul was. He wasn't because he didn't witness that. So you have to know these things. And so they witnessed from his baptism to his ascension. Now, they fulfilled the office of a witness, and this is John, right? Therefore, John writes things like you'll hear, I've seen, I heard, I touched, I was there. Are you with me? That was the office he fulfilled. And the people would gather around because they knew that. That was the criteria. That was the, what he was supposed to do. Now, let's go to 1 John, and here it comes now. Here it comes. Your answer to everything, everything. 1 John 1 through 9, we're going to go and start with verse 1, okay? That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon. See, he's fulfilling his office. He's just telling and reminding them. And our hands have handled the word of life. So these people who are listening to this, when he's saying it, are like, whoo, give it to us. You were with him. Give it to us. You got the answer. Give it to us. Not like some people come to Tony Robbins or whatever motivation. This is it. I'll pay whatever. How many thousands you want? 
whatever. This is it. This is it. Here it comes. Click. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it. We bear witness to it. Are y'all getting it? He's, that's, his, that's his calling. That's his office. And show unto you the eternal life which was the Father and was manifested unto us. Click. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also, me, yes, you, even me, guy with a falafel, yes, you, <laughs> may have with us and truly our is with who? Who? The, the creator? No, 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 no. Are you talking about God? You mean you can have fellowship with God? And who? Evidently, you must not know what fellowship means. That does not mean coffee and donut. Listen to me. It does not mean a good lunch after church in the fellowship hall. It doesn't mean that. The best translation of it was, I think Amplified says it, but it is to partner, listen, <laughs> to partner up with. One, one of the definitions, to work alongside with. To go in business with. To work with. To partner with. One says to benefit from the partnership of. You're going to receive the benefits of the partnership. So he's saying, not coffee and donuts. We've heard, we've seen, and we are declaring to you, yes, even you. I know it's late, Sioux Falls, but even you. No, he didn't say that. I'm just playing along. That you, you, yeah, I'm old, but it does. Listen, I'm young. No, it doesn't. I've just got, I'm just a baby. No, it doesn't. You can partner up and work alongside with God, the creator himself. I don't know what kind of businessman or woman you are, but if you don't want to do that, that's got to be one of the foolish decisions ever made. But God gave man a will to choose. But he said, I'm telling you the answer. You can partner with him. And when you partner with God, it ain't going out of business. Lord, can partner with the creator. How would that change things? Oh, man. So, let's go on to see what he says about it. And these things we write unto you so that your joy... No, don't go to the next verse till I say click. So that your joy may be... Oh. Now he's saying, you're going to be one happy camper. <laughs> Some of you still looking at me like, what time are you going to be done? But some of you are getting it. Because, oh, shore mesiti kioto. That depression will leave you like that. Are you hearing me? Like that. And these things we write to you because you're going to be one happy camper. Are y'all ready to hear it? Because he hadn't gave you the answer on how to, how to, how to fellowship. How to what? Partnership. Click. 
This then is the message if the Bible had sound effects. No, 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 no! Come on, are y'all with me or not? Which we have heard from him and declare unto you. Here it comes. Some of you are going to go, duh. God is light. And this is how you partner with God. You have to know that. And in him is no. Somebody say no. No. Not a speck, not an iota, not an ounce. None. What? Darkness at all. Well, duh. What do you mean, duh? There is no, you can't say that God took grandma, that God made him lose that job, that God made her get in that wreck, that God had put this up. There's no darkness in him. Come on. God needed another flower in his garden. God needed another worker in the, what? There's no darkness in him. The one thing I got that I'm telling you, if you really want to partner with him, is know this. That there is no darkness, no depression, no sickness, no cancer. There is no lack. There is no poverty. There is no sadness. There is no jealousy. There is no depression. There's no anger. There's no bad attitude. Are y'all with me? Because he's light only. Somebody give me James 1.17. Give me that one I gave you in James real quick. I think it's 1.17. I know I gave it to you. Every, somebody say every. Good gift in every is from who? And coming down from who? The Father of lights. With him is no variableness. He doesn't change. Everything good comes from him. Are y'all with me or not? There is no darkness in him. No darkness in him. What is darkness? Anything that's not light. Are y'all with me? Huh. So you mean I can be a Christian and be in darkness and not even know about it? Yep. So you better know about this. It's a good thing to know about it because it'll really bless you. You'll be a happy camper. Well, wait a minute. I think I, let's go back to that verse, please, that we were at. This is the message. There's no darkness in him at all. Click. Now he's talking to Christians. Watch this church. And if you say that you have fellowship, now, remember what that word is. Come on, somebody tell me. Now, get this, people. Come on, because religion has put this and changed this. This is not salvation. Okay, y'all were watching him. This word, and if you say you have fellowship with him, and what? Well, Walk. So there's some people actually carrying on and upward in darkness. 
And that's anything that's not light. That's anything that's not light. You're carrying on on social media where you're talking about somebody instead of praying for them and blessing them and doing what light would do. You know what light would do? Love them. Bless them. Pray for them. Not show, try to show them wrong and who's right and wrong. That's a spirit of division. People are different. Things are different. But be mature enough to know the difference between different and division. And the spirit of division will try to always amplify and magnify differences. So what? We're different. God made us different. Man and woman, we're different. Democratic Republic, we're different. Bears, Vikings, we're different. Ford, Chevy, we're different. Come on. But we can still stay in the light. What would light do? What would light do? And if you say, this doesn't say if you say you're saved. No, it's not talking about salvation. If you say that you are in partnership and working with God, but you walk in darkness, you're lying. You can go to church and never miss, and that's a lie. That's a lie. Because God is only only light. Are y'all with me? So let me, let me tell on me so it doesn't, you feel so heavy with this. Champions for Christ founder, well God is, but Billy Brim's son, whatever you want to put on there, born again his whole life. With mom you have no choice. Many saved and healed and going to all that. And when that attitude was on me, watch this. And if my son would have said right then, Dad, are you fellowshipping with God? I could have said, Yes, son, I'm fellowshipping with God. That would have been a lie. Now, the whole time, God is trying to tell me, pray for the kicker. Oh, y'all forgot. Come on, y'all got to connect this. But is it God's fault I can't hear? Is God still trying to, God's still trying to work with me. But I'm in what? I'm still saved. There's nothing to do with that. It's light and dark. Church, we got to love. We get to love. We don't have to. We get to. You don't have to walk in light. If you're born again, you can stay in darkness the rest of your life. But you get to walk in the light. You get to partner up with God. God, it's his part of the covenant. It says it in Psalm 25. It's his part of the covenant to make sure your destiny comes to pass. But he's doing it with those in the light. And in him is no darkness. Is anybody getting anything out of that? And if I would have said that, that would have been a lie. And then I get in the word, and what happens? The entrance of the word gave me what? What happened to the darkness? What did, God, what did I finally hear? Are y'all getting this? The whole time he was trying to speak to me. The whole time he was, man, you mean I can hear you more as long as I'm in the... Hear me all the time. I'm talking to you all the time. The Spirit is talking all the time. 
Walk in the light. Walk in the light. So what, all right, what do we got to do? So if you say that you're partnering with God, not, you're still going to go to heaven if you're born again, but, and you're walking in darkness, there's, there's any, I mean, go to the love scripture. That's all darkness if you're not doing that. If you're jealous or in unforgiveness, that's darkness. But I'm going to tell you something. You know where your healing is? Some of y'all have been praying from the position of darkness. God still loves you, but there's no darkness in him. He's a legal God, and he's still got your answer. He still has your healing. He's already done it for you. Just step over into the light. Just repent and step right over into the light. And stay in that light and keep your healing. Amen. So is it unforgiveness? That's darkness. Man, okay, click. But if we, oh, somebody, come on. Y'all know, carry on my wayward son. Come on, carry on. You will always carry on. If you walk, if, somebody say if. Conditional. Your choice. I know, but I'm going to heaven, and I, I need to do this, and I said that, and they've done this, and they've done that, and that's just the way, that's your choice to stay in the dark. Does God still love you? Yes. Are you still saved? Yes. But everything and all the promises are over in the light. And you've been praying and believing from a position of darkness when God is saying, walk in the light. Is there any darkness in your life? Yeah. Walk in the light. You know what, Brother Keith Moore? Has anybody ever heard of Keith Moore? Yes. He was my pastor for years, and he said something, and I mean, I was, <laughs> he goes, I'm going to tell you those. This is years ago. I'm going to tell you those who work alongside with God the closest in the last days. Well, I wanted to know. This is years ago. This is before this. And I said, uh, I want to know what it is. Who's going to be the closest walking with God or working with God? He said, those who are quick to repent. They're going to realize and, and hear that that's darkness. And they're going to say to themselves, that's darkness. I repent. Woo, let's go, God. Are y'all with me or not? I preached this message, and the State of the Union address from our president was on that night, and I'm watching it. I just preached the message at our church. And so there's the president. I want to hear what he said. Candy and I are sitting there, got some popcorn. We're watching. We want to hear what our leader says. Well, first of all, we pray for our leader. We know what we're doing. We're Christians. We're going to heaven. And this lady is behind him. <laughs> Everybody's whispering. Nancy Pelosi. I'll just put it out there. And I don't like the way she's, I don't really appreciate the way she's uh, not clapping on some of the things she's saying. She should be clapping. And I get up and I'm in front of the TV. I could, later I go, how silly this was. And I'm, I'm right here. Look, look, Candy, she didn't clap there. Candy's like, you going to clap on it? You better clap. She clapped. I just preached this. And then all of a sudden, 
boom inside me. I hear that's darkness. I love her, Chip, as much as I love you. I said, God. I said, Candy, that's darkness. What I'm doing, this is darkness. Am I still going to heaven if Jesus came right then? Yeah. Still going to heaven. But at that particular moment, if I would have said I'm working alongside with God, I wouldn't. And if I'd have continued that way, I wouldn't have been. I could still go and preach. I could be preaching now and be in darkness. But no. I said, Lord, forgive me. Lord, what does the Bible say? You love her, I love you. God so loved the world. Lord, I pray for her. I love her. I ask you to bless her. Lord, I just reveal yourself to her. Lord, send labors to her path. Lord, God, I got down on my knees and began to intercess for her. Are y'all with me or not? That's what light would do. What would light, how would light treat your wife? How would light treat your husband? Retaliate love. Love. My dad, mom got a hold of this. My dad and all his side of the family, darkness. None of them say. And us kids watch this. And mom got this. She stopped preaching to him. She started loving him. Changed him. Because it changed him, it changed his brothers. Changed his brothers, changed his dad and his mom. Changed all the cousins. All of them are born again. What? Light. Your answer is in the light. Your prosperity, your blessings, all the things and promises God has is in the light. You get to get in the light. Click. So if we walk in the light. Oh, go back. I'm sorry. So if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have what? Coffee and donuts? Is that salvation? You're already saved if you're born again. With one another in the blood of Jesus, his son that cleanses us from all sin. Click. Eight. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Nine. Click. But if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin. Man, I'm telling you, I was doing, a, a mom and I were doing Sid Roth, a te television on Sid Roth. And right before a man who had went to heaven, if you haven't, go on Google him. Robert Henderson, he's got a book called The Courtrooms of Heaven. Ama is it, how many seen it? Raise your hand. Oh, amazing, right? And he was in the courtrooms of heaven, and he got his son back and all of this. Well, it all has everything to do with this, the same thing in life. And uh, he got up there, and the, and the first thing God told him to do is he goes, I want you to repent for him, and I want you to repent for you. And, and so... And so he repents, and he says, what repenting does, it puts a gag order on the accuser. There's an accuser, an adversary. He, adversary means against one's rights. He is against your right. God is judge. You need to know him as judge. Some people only know him as father. Some only know him as savior. But he's judge, and he's a just judge. He's not a condemning judge. He's a judge who wants you to come to his courtroom. But he is light. He's light. There's no darkness in him. And we walk in the light. We can walk with him. We walk in the light. We can work with him. We can get this dark world. They don't have light. They need light. They're begging for light. We are sons and daughters to shine our lights. Amen. 
But these little things, Chip, oh, that's just a little thing. That's bear hanging No, I still don't like it when, when, when they lose, but I know to what? Stay in the light. Amen? I, things that don't make me happy, but I know what to do. Guess what? Stay in the light. Walk in the light. So you know what I do? I say it. Walk in the light. And so I was preaching about this. He says, repent. And then Rick Renner came and said to me when he heard it, he said, Chip, repenting, there's no emotion tied to it at all. When people put emotion in repenting, he said, that's their choice. It's not in there. You can't find it. Un undefined in any, any language. Emotion. He said it is a legal term. It's a legal term. And I heard from God, you don't have to repent. You get to repent. Because it puts the devil out of the situation. Light overpowers. He's called the prince of darkness. And when you repent, he's out of the courtroom. And now you declare and decree what's yours. And you work right alongside with God. Amen. Did anybody get anything out of me? Not because of me. Not because of me. Uh, let's look at this one. Philippians 2.14. I'm going to wrap it up right here. Philippians 2.14. Do all. What's all mean? Does all mean all? You know what the Greek word for all is? Greek scholars. A lot of them right around here. That's one of those words you don't have to look up for two hours. It means all. I've done it. I, work, I look up every. I even look up 14. I look everything. Semicolon. What does it mean? Do all things without what? And other translations say arguing and finger pointing. That is the same family. Finger pointing. Did you see what they did? Did you see what they're doing? That's darkness. Can you be a Christian in doing that? If you're doing that, are you, are you working alongside with God? Are you still going to heaven? Y'all got it. Are y'all with me now? You got it. Oh, did you hear what she did? Did you hear what they did? Yeah, but they just need to know. Well, what's the Bible say about it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the Bible say about it? Finger point and bring out everything? Social media has really gotten people in darkness. It can be used for light. But it's gotten... Politics? The Lord... I, I, I never preached this, but he said, I'm not talking about your pastor at all. At all. But a lot of pastors in their ministries have been stopped because they're in darkness because of politics. Because of what they say and what they're, you know, they're in darkness. Does God love them? Yeah. They're going to heaven? Yep. But they're not working alongside with God. Are you? What is it your ex did? Are you still in darkness? What is it your dad did to you when you were younger? Are you still in darkness about that? You don't want to work with God now? God loves your dad just as much as he loves you. He doesn't love what he did. But the enemy is the prince of darkness. Yeah. And he wants you to stay in that darkness. Because if he can get you to stay in that darkness, we can't shine our lights to this dark, perverse world. It's time to start working alongside with God. It's time to rise up. Come on, church. It's time to, everything that happens to you, I want your mouth to open. Are you with me? I don't care if you're in a Chinese restaurant. I don't care where you're at. Say, 
Nope, I'm walking in the light. I don't care if you're on a plane. I don't care if you're in a dentist office, wherever you're at, I'm staying in the light. Open your mouth and say it to your body. Your mind needs to hear what your spirit is saying. Say it. Mama always taught us, chip, chipper, chipper, chip, Charles. As I grow. The Bible doesn't say you have whatsoever you thinketh. It says you have whatsoever you say it. I don't know about you, but I want to hear from God. And I want to work alongside God. Amen? Glory to God. Do all things without finger pointing, arguing, disputing, murmuring. Why? This is darkness. That's not in God. Yeah, but they need to blah, 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 blah. That's not God. It's just not. Click. That ye may be blamed. Why do we need to do, not do this? So that you can be blameless, harmless sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among you. What? Shine as lights in the world. You're not shining if you're doing that. You're finger pointing. That's not shining. You can still go to heaven if you're born again, but you're not shining. And you're not working alongside with God. Not because he's mean and mad that you... No, he wants you to get over here. <laughs> How come I've been praying all these years and nothing's happened? And you blame God. And you blame God. And you blame God. God gets all this blame and the devil gets all this credit. And we're the ones who have the choice. God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Whoa! Blow those trumpets again. No, 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 no! That's your answer. Don't finger point. Don't argue. Don't complain. That's a devil's trick. He don't want you healed. He don't want you saved. He don't want you doing God's work and working alongside with God. No! Stay in darkness. We're in God's army, aren't we? Romans 13, 11 through 14. I'm going to go through too quickly and I'm done. I'm hitting a plane. And that knowing the same time that now it is high time to wake out of sleep for now is your salvation nearer than when we believed. Click. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore do what? Cast off darkness. That is an actual action. You cast it off. Get off me. Are y'all with me? Uh-uh. I don't like the way she's doing and what she's saying and not clapping or whatever, but I'm, no, no, I'm staying in the light. And I'm praying for, are y'all with me or not? Yes. Cast that off and let us put on the armor of what? Light. Isn't that interesting? Father of lights, I got an army and they're the army of? Light. He is the prince of darkness. Are y'all getting it? Yes. Are y'all in the light or not? 
Some of us, uh, let the Holy Spirit help you. Is there something that you need to get? Come on now. Because some of us, and we, some of us are here, 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 here. But the more you practice it, the more you'll stay in the light more. Are y'all with me? The more you're in the word, the truth, which is the light, the more you'll shine. Right? And what is Isaiah 60 says, rise and shine, for thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you. God has people in a city, every city, to shine their light. Lord, thank you for this church. And I know that prophetic word that came years ago to John Olstein's church. I know when Brother Copeland heard it and it turned things around for him that that same power and that same truth is available for these people today. Lord, they've heard with their spiritual ears and they've seen with their spiritual eyes the truth. The day, just like the day it was spoken by John, God is light. And Lord, if there's any darkness, just reveal it to us, not to condemn us, but to help us and to get right back working alongside with you. Everybody, please stand, if you would. And I think that all of us would be considered for this. So I don't know about we come to the altar. Let's just do it from wherever we're at. If you want to get any darkness out of you and walk out of these doors today, totally 100% in the light, let's just lift up our hands to heaven. Let's go to the Father of lights. And I want you to just repent. And, and not, not feeling bad. He doesn't want you to feel bad and cry. You should be happy and smiling as you're repenting. You don't have to, you get to. Lord, I repent of all sins. I repent of any darkness, that even darkness that I'm not aware of. Are y'all with me or not? I, even darkness that I'm not even aware of, but you'll make me aware of it. And every darkness that I've said my whole life, Lord, God, I repent. Woo! And I get right back smack dab in the light working alongside with you. Now, everybody look at me. God told mom this last, or a week or two ago. Those who say they do, do. And she's like, what? Those who say they do, do. There's people who say, I never hear from the Lord. He says, they will never hear from the Lord. But those who say they do will hear from them. Those who say do. Amen? Amen? So we know to do. We know that we're children of the light. He is the father of lights. And we can work alongside him if, if we walk in the light. And now we have repented. And every one of us who just repented are 100% in the light. Amen. <laughs> Bears got beat by the Packers. Stay in the light. Stay in the light. Stay in the light. <laughs> Y'all see what I'm talking about? That's a great example. Thank you. She, some people are going, she works for him. She, Stay in the light. Walk in the light. Amen? And I watched my mama. And here I'm listening to that CD. 
And I lived with her for all those years. And I've watched people come against her. I've watched the enemy attack. And I watched that woman walk in the light. I would try to say things about my teachers or coaches. Mama said, let's pray for her. Chip, let's do what the Bible says to do. She's 80-some years old, and she don't slow down. The doctor says, there is nothing wrong with you. We've done bone tests, blood tests, every test you can do with an 80-year-old. And, and said, they said, there is zero wrong. You're, no, we've, never had, we've never had anybody like this. Please tell us what you do. So they got their pens and papers down, and she said, well, I just do what the Bible says, everything in moderation. If I want pie, I eat pie. Oh! <clears throat> well, we'll just go on to the next one. Well, if I want a coffee, I'll drink a coffee. Okay, forget that. What kind of exercise? Oh, I don't exercise. <laughs> now, you better eat right, and you better exercise if you're not in the light. And mom left there, and they said, we've never had anybody. Marathon runners, people who never ate sugar in their whole life, we've never had anybody test like you're testing. Ever. And mom was leaving that, and the Lord said, that's because you walked in the light. Not an ounce of plague design in her artery. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Can't happen. She lives. She chooses light. Aren't you glad you came to church today? I want you to know, South Dakota, I love you guys. And I love your youth who comes to our youth. And mom preaches to them. And now Brother Copeland says he's coming next year to our youth rally. He can't remember when he's done it, but he said the Lord told him to do it. And he's got a word for the youth. The general is coming. And he's coming to the front lines. If you want to come with him, come with him. I don't care. You know me. Hey, Chip said I could come. Come on. Amen. So get your kids there. Something big is going to happen. Amen. I love you guys. That's it. Pastor, come on. Thank you for listening to today's message. We'd love for you to join us for our Sunday morning service at 10 o'clock. We also have our midweek service every week on Wednesday nights from 7 to 8. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.